0: The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv education.
1: Many parents wonder, how are we going to afford college? How are we going to pay for college? And that is a reasonable question. Uh, many parents are concerned because college is expensive, we know. Uh, but fortunately, there is Great financial aid resources available to most students and students who come from low income backgrounds all the way up to middle income families. There are financial aid uh, opportunities available for all students, not just scholarships, but also grant opportunities, which is money that's gifted to students that they can um, they don't have to pay back, and of course, there are student loans. The- First, great resource to go ask about financial aid is your high school counselor. Your high school counselor will be able to help you with financial aid applications, completing the FAFSA, um, completing the California Dream Act for students who may be dreamers, and also what paperwork you may need. Many students are really unfamiliar with parents' taxes. What are what's a W two? What is uh, verification? Many students will be selected to provide additional documents for their financial aid applications. This is called verification. Your counselor will be able to help you with this. Many parents will ask, does my student need to live on campus? Should they live on campus? Do they need to live in the dorms? Do they live in an apartment off campus? Uh, Student life is a really important factor for students. This is the second component to going to college. The first component obviously is academics. We want our students to go to school, to graduate, to receive their diploma and walk that stage in four to six years. Uh, But the other component is living and growing amongst other peers. So living with other students, learning how to get along with other people, learning how to navigate social uh, interactions with individuals. There'll be a lot of group projects. Students will learn how to interact with different personalities. But living on campus is a really big deal for students. Um, This is an opportunity where they experience independence for the first time, where they're able to learn how to do laundry on their own without mom and dad. Um, They're able to eat and make their own choices on their food choices, right? Uh, They'll be able to eat in the dining halls. Uh, Well, they'll have plenty of nutritious options available to them. There are very healthy eating options at the dining halls, but there are also some of the junk food options uh, when the student's feeling stressed out. But the key is that the students know how to manage those options. Uh, but living on campus is definitely a great experience for students. And it's something that financial aid will also pay for. Some parents are concerned living on campus is really expensive. Um, It is more expensive than living at home or living off campus in an apartment. But your financial aid will cover it. Uh, So it will pay for it um, so that you don't have to incur additional costs out of pocket if your student is eligible for financial aid. Going off to college is a big transition, not only for the student to go to college, but also for our families. And for families, sometimes it's really hard to be able to say, you know what, skip out on this birthday party this weekend, or don't worry about coming home because we understand you have midterms or finals. And sometimes As family we have to be supportive. Uh, We may not understand what exactly they're they're doing on campus. Uh, We may not understand what they're studying, um, that they have to stay in the labs till late hours at night or at the library until midnight or two in the morning. But it's really important to support your student so that they can be as successful as possible when they're on campus. Uh, The students many times will feel homesickness. And it, it because it is a big transition, they'll want to come home, they want to come home to something familiar. And it's very easy for a parent to say, oh, don't worry, come home. But the best thing that parents can do and family members can do is support the student by saying, I know it's hard, let's talk about it. But the most important thing is your goal. What is your goal? Uh, do you wanna finish your degree? Do you wanna go into a career that you love? And if that's the case, continue, stay the course, stay in school, continue studying. Um, you'll be able to come home during winter break, or spring break, or the summer. There are options, other options, but it's a. We always tell students it's a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. Technology has been such a great tool for many students who travel. 30 minutes away from home or even across the country to study for college. Um, many students before, they would have to write letters home, right, if they were homesick. Uh, other students, it was email or phone calls. And now students can FaceTime or Zoom with family members uh, and be able to connect and have that home connection. Uh, they. Many students are able to Zoom into birthday parties or that quinceanera that they'll miss, um, but they'll still be part of the celebration without having to leave school and stay focused in school. So you'll still be able to access um, your family without losing sight of what your goals are and what your your initial uh, reason for being at school is. Being on campus for the first time for many students is a, an initial taste of independence. And with that independence comes decisions on when to eat, eating healthy, uh, maintaining a healthy balance by working out, going to the gym, going to see uh, any support services that are able to help support students uh, to maintain balance while they're in school. Going to college is very stressful. Uh, papers, uh, working demands... The students are experiencing a whole new life. It's very, very stressful. And for them to be able to eat healthy, eat the healthy meals on campus, dining halls are open for long hours. So your student will not go without eating. They have the ability to go into the dining hall at all hours of the day. But then also students keep food in their dorms as well. They're able to access some quick snacks in their dorms. Also, the gym is a great resource for students, even if they don't like being on a machine or a treadmill, there are fun classes that they can use to exercise. Zumba classes are popular. Salsa classes are popular. Anything to help them keep them staying active or even walking with friends. Um, also, many college campuses offer student health centers um, that help with, um, there's a doctor on campus. So you can visit the doctor if you're not feeling well. If you feel like you're coming down with the flu, um, they offer the flu shots. Um Also, there's student psychological services, and so students can go see someone if they're feeling very stressed out or homesick, they can go visit uh, a therapist who can help support them through that process. So there are a lot of resources available for students on campus to maintain a well-balanced, healthy lifestyle. high school is very different from college life. At high school, we're used to students going to school from a set eight to three, 3.30 schedule every day, Monday through Friday. College life is different. Colleges require different types of schedules. Students typically take a course that's either three or four units. And what that typically means is that A student for every hour that they're in class, they will have three hours of work to do outside of the classroom. And so many students will have um, a lot of studying, a lot of reading, a lot of papers to write. Many students will, in high school, they write five-page paper uh, for their finals. Um, In college, many students will write 10, 15, 20-page papers. And with those papers comes a lot of reading that they have to do ahead of time. And so students will go to the library during the middle of the semester or quarter. Students will have exams or papers that they have to submit, and this is called midterms. And at the end of the semester, where they receive their final grade, students will have final exams, Finals um, or final papers that they have to submit. And during these peak times, stress is very high. The dining halls tend to stay open 24 hours so that the students can come in and eat whenever they'd like. And the library also stays open very late. During finals and midterms, they stay open 24 hours. And so students will stay in the library for until 2am, till 3am. Sometimes we don't advise that, but sometimes they will. Um, They will stay in the labs very late as well, working on any projects that they may have. And it's okay. They're not out with friends. They're really studying. Uh, Many times parents say, who would really stay in the library till 2am? Well, actually students do, and, and they wouldn't be alone. They would be with other students as well. And also, any time throughout the entire school year, students um, can call their public safety uh, to escort them back to their dorm. Uh, If they're coming back from a lab or the library or a dining hall late at night and they don't want to walk by themselves, they can call public safety and they will escort them or give them a ride back to their dorm so that they're not having to walk across campus late at night by themselves. On-campus activities are another great aspect of college life. Just like in high school where students were involved in athletics and band and clubs, um, college life has the same thing. Students are able to participate in organizations that are meaningful to them, organizations that students are very much interested in. These organizations are key to a student's success in the future because social networks are really important for students. Networking is one of the key aspects of going to college. And networking is when a student meets another individual who they wanna stay in contact with because in the future, um, their their paths may cross again. And uh, networking is when All of these student interactions happen on campus when they're engaging in organizations, engaging in service opportunities, when they're volunteering, when they're um, fundraising for something that they're really excited about, when they're engaging in the political landscape on campus, similar to what was the student body uh, government in high school. They have similar programs in college life. Organizations help students become well-rounded students. They not only have the academic perspective in the classroom, studying with their professors and their peers, but they also have the peer-to-peer engagement, learning from other students, learning from each other when they're involved in social activities such as clubs and organizations. As a parent, we wanna do everything that we can to fully support our students as they begin the college journey. And some of the things that parents can do to help support this journey is to begin providing exposure for their students, giving them information about college campuses. The number one uh, experience is stepping foot on a college campus. If your student has never been on a college campus, drive to the nearest one if you have one locally available to you and visit the college campus, just walk around. You don't need to uh, have a tour or schedule anything formal. You can just be on campus and walk around and observe and see how the students, how the other students are walking around and interacting with each other, going from class, going to the dining halls. But also one of the newest, greatest things about being in a virtual environment is that many colleges have recorded campus tours virtually. So you can tour a campus from New York out in California, you can tour any campus uh, by going to their website and searching campus tour on their website, and you'll be able to be immersed in a virtual tour of a school of your choice. And this is a really great exposure opportunity for students who may not be able to leave their home setting. If you're a student who lives in a small town, you can then travel to the big city of New York or a the big city of St. Louis, and visit what that looks like coming from a rural community. Or if you're in a big urban setting, what does it look like to go to a small uh, suburban school? What does it look like to go to a medium-sized school compared to a large public institution? You're able to tour and and learn about all of these new campuses all from the seat of your home at your computer. And this is a really great opportunity. I encourage parents and families to do this with their students so that you can both get excited together and start making a pros and cons list. What do I like? What don't I like? And that will help you narrow down your options. There are hundreds of college campuses uh, in the United States. It can be overwhelming, but in order to help uh narrow down your list as you prepare, start making that pros and cons. What do you like? What don't you like? What is a non-negotiable you have to have when you go to campus? You need to have these things. Make that list and that'll help you narrow down what school will be the best fit for you.